Coming to you from the greatest city in the world, this is the number one showbiz podcast. It's Talk for Two. Here's your host, Matt Bailey. Thank you, Gary, and thanks, as always, to our season sponsors, Axtel Expressions and the Tangent Bound Network. Find fantastic podcasts at tangentboundnetwork.com, and all your entertainment needs are at axtel.com. I got to tell you, today, this is one of those nostalgia trips that reaches far back into my childhood. I have been waiting for this since April. This is just great. I'm so excited about this. Like I said, it reaches back into my childhood. I hope it reaches back into yours or your kids if they're grown their childhood because the show that this guy starred in was such a big part of it. And uh, it's one of those fond, fond memories that it's really cool to explore. Just a quick kind of spoiler warning. If any of your kids are around listening to this, because you know, for the most part, we tend to try to be family friendly. Uh, and I know sometimes you do listen with your kids. If you have any kids listening who maybe still visit with Bear at the Big Blue House or who perhaps still walk down Sesame Street from time to time, I would actually encourage you to turn this episode off right now. Do it. Don't listen further because we go behind the scenes and I do not want to spoil any of that Muppet magic for your little ones. But if you haven't turned it off just yet, be warned because the sort of spoilers pulling back the curtain starts right now because we're just going to jump in. In this conversation, Noel McNeil takes us through his career as a puppeteer, including his time as the world's most famous bear, living in, of course, that big blue house. From audition to the show's insane popularity to its quiet cancellation, Noel really dives into that journey with me. Plus, we also discuss his earlier role as the baby dragon, Magellan, on Eureka's Castle. Noel is currently touring with the Sesame Street 50th Anniversary Road Trip. Now, you won't see him, and I'm not going to tell you which gigantic yellow bird he is helping to portray. Wink, wink. But the road trip continues through August. Visit sesamestreet.org for more, and the link is in the description box on talkfor2.com. Noel's newest project is called The Show Me Show, a show geared towards children with special needs, in particular, children with autism. Noel told me the idea sparked after seeing how Bear was able to reach and affect children on the spectrum. Follow this beautiful project on Facebook and Twitter at Noel Your Host. That's N O E L Y O U R H O S T. And I'm linking to both Twitter and Facebook in the description box on talkfor2.com. This conversation took place all the way back in April at, yes, the great Philadelphia Comic Con. I am still mining from those awesome two days. We've had Anson Mount now. We've had Nana Visitor. Uh, I'm trying to think, have I aired anything else from the convention? No, I think that's it. But we got a lot while we were there. Max and I had a blast. And Max, thank you for your help and keeping me sane. And these interviews will be surprising you all summer long. It's actually kind of funny. I did not see Noel on the schedule. We were a couple days before the, the convention, we were reaching out to get these interviews. 
and I didn't see him on that schedule. We had never met, but we do have mutual friends. Uh, my good friend Joe Self, I believe, has worked with Noel. I've met Victor Garrett at CAX, and so I had some good icebreakers to go up and meet him, but for those of you that know me, know I am uh, about as awkward as a potato, uh, when it comes to trying to meet someone new, especially in an environment like a Comic-Con, because I really... Now, this has changed because I had a blast, but I typically, up until the great, the great Philadelphia Comic-Con, I really had never been to a Comic-Con because I'm not... I don't like walking around on concrete floors. Uh, but Noel was great. We hit it off real fast. And I stopped by his... Max and I, we stopped by his booth frequently throughout the con it was it was it was he was really nice and I felt like I made a friend there so one thing that will shock you because it took me aback for a moment in all the good ways Noel's voice is Bear's it was not a character voice so be prepared for that because I sure wasn't but after I got used to it, hearing Bear's voice in the flesh did something. This sounds hokey, but it happened because Max will tell you, and Noel will probably tell you too, could probably tell you if you remember, that I had a goofy grin on my face. It really reached the child in me, struck all the nostalgia chords, chords, and like I was saying, put a huge smile on my face. And I know it will for you too. I had to wait for the right moment to air this. Noel, I owe you an apology because I think I told you it would come out within a couple of weeks and things that were more date sensitive kept pushing back these kind of evergreen interviews that we did at the con. And so I'm so sorry it took three months, but I think better late than never because now with the tour going on, which I didn't know about at the time, and of course the Show Me Show had a new video out last week, so I think this is the perfect time to, to air this. So here now to tell us how, be how he became a bear, beloved by children everywhere, yes, that rhymed intentionally, our interview with Noel McNeil. Noel McNeil, what an honor to have you here. How are you enjoying Philadelphia, the Comic-Con? I love it. This is one of the best cons I've ever been to. Really? Yeah. The organizers are wonderful. The folks that are coming by are great. It's been really, really a fun time. And you have a chair so your feet are protected from the concrete floor. Exactly. And all these poor guys have to right. walk around. Because I'm, I'm old and lazy, so <laughs> this way I can just sit and talk to people. Great! <laughs> has anybody, I'm sure, I'm being half facetious when I tell you this, because I'm sure people have, but has anybody told you you have an amazing voice? Oh. <laughs> because it's true, you do, but when we came out to introduce ourselves to you, I was like, I started flipping out and killing me. I didn't know that voice. I know inside, I knew you had played Bear right. on the show. But I'm like, I know that voice. Oh, God, that's Bear. He didn't do a character voice. I'm no. talking to Bear. Yeah, yeah. People always say, like, can you do Bear's voice? I say, yes. Okay. Want to hear the voice of Bear? <laughs> Want to hear it again? <laughs> this is the voice. Because Bear was designed to be a show that kids and parents could watch together. Yeah. So this way they just wanted to have a very clear, very fairly normal sounding voice. Yeah. So. Yeah. And you did nothing. You did no moderation. No, I mean, I make it a little warmer. I call, back then, before I had a kid, it was called my Uncle Noel voice. Yeah. So it's like, so it's a little warmer. It's a little, a little gentler and all that. So. Yeah. Yeah. But basically it's my voice. Yes. Is he the first body puppet that you've ever done? No, I actually had done, um, uh, well, the first character I created uh, was a Magellan from Eureka's Castle. Oh, wow. So he was like, and he was like a half-body puppet, so he didn't have legs. Yeah. But from, the, from like his waist up, he was, uh, he was a, a body puppet. So what were the challenges of being 
or was it kind of just coming back? Uh, well, I'd gotten practice from doing, um, like filling in for Carol as Big Bird. Yeah. Like on Follow That Bird and for photo shoots and okay. for the Thanksgiving Day parades. Oh, wow. So I kind of knew what it was like to be inside a body puppet. And Carol's like a great mentor, so he taught me so much. I stole every trick he even knew. So it was great to adapt that for Bear. And I love body puppets. So when it was time to, once I got the part, and they, first time they called me, said, no, we, we wonder if you had time tomorrow or sometime this week to come by the shop and do a fitting. And at that time, I lived on the Upper East Side. And so was the workshop. And I said, I can be there in 10 minutes. Because <laughs> I just knew that this bear and I were gonna be very close. I wanted to make it as comfortable as possible. So I went and the artist of the Jim Henson Company, that's what the puppet makers are. They are artists. And he's just a beautiful, beautiful puppet. Well, it turned you, and I don't mean to be hyperbolic when I say this, but it turns you into a rock star for <laughs> the set of, of that particular artist and the national tour. Yeah. Everything. I assume for a lot of that, that was actually you. Well, it's like, well, it's like for, the, for the tours, like Bear in the Big Blue House Live, and yeah. also there was the mall tour, and then there was the shows at Disney World and Disneyland. It was puppeteers trained by me for Bear, but it was my voice and the other character voices. The performers did their voices, but they had other puppeteers do it. So, but for personal appearances to promote the show, like at like, like White, uh, White House Easter Egg Roll or on Hollywood Squares or Wayne Brady Show, those shows, then that was actually me doing it, which is great. Oh my God, this puppet. Oh yeah. It's taking me all over. Oh, it's, it was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. Going to, I went, I've been with him because of him. I got to go to Mexico, got to go to the UK. Um, he was seen all over the world, dubbed into other languages. And it's great that the fact that he's such a great reminder of people's childhood in a positive way. And now you're still working, you still work with the Jim Henson Yeah, every now and then I get to do something with the Jim Henson Company. So. No, I was not. They, they did that in L.A. Yeah. And the Dark Crystal prequel, which is coming out in November, that was done in London. But I did get to be with the Muppets when they were at the Hollywood Bowl and at the O2. Oh, wow. So, yeah, so I got to be Sweetums. And that was great because, again, it just proved people just want the Muppet Show. Yeah. That's really all we want. <laughs> we just want the Muppet Show. All the performers want the Muppet Show. Yeah. It's really, it's a no-brainer. Yeah. So people ask me, why don't they do it? I say, you know, if I knew, I could give you the answer or solve the problem. It's a double-edged sword because Disney was responsible for Bear. Yeah. But when they got the Muppets and they did this, like, with the classic characters, right. it's just not gone well. It's yeah. just not gone well. And I can say that. I don't know what you're allowed to do. You're allowed to respond to it. Right. They, 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 there's a charm and an innocence. Oh, yeah. That yeah, you know, we really, I really didn't need to know that. So, yeah. but again, like the Hollywood Bowl and the O2 proved that people want the Muppet Show, and it was the Muppet Show live. That's what was so great about it. And we sold out the Hollywood Bowl and sold out two performances at the O2, and the O2 is like the size of Madison Square Garden, and sold out because that's what people want to see. What was the response? Or what was the process like? Uh, oh, we um, we're in LA, and so for um, for the O2, 
um, they had these, it was the expanded version of the Hollywood Bowl. So the Hollywood Bowl, the guest star was Bobby Moynihan. So there was a guy filling in for Bobby, and so we did the bits with him. For the O2, because it was more guest stars and expanding it and making it more Anglo-centric. So the same guy filled in for Bobby, but then they asked, no, would you mind filling in for David Tennant and Charles Dance and for, you know, these people. So for the rehearsals, I re- we rehearsed and I was playing these parts. And then at one point they said, we're recording these so we can show the, the guest stars, like, you know, what they're, what they, what they're in for and I get an idea of the sketch and all that and I was thinking like could we do one more because I'm trying to do my David Tennant impersonation just out of the goof like please don't show this man my really bad like (laughs) accent so and then when um, we were in London that's when they came and actually they had seen the tape so this way they do actually um, a couple of them went to um, we did a Friday uh, and two Saturday shows so on Friday night, a couple of the guest stars who were on for Saturday came and just watched the show. So this way they could just see it. But uh, David Tennant was amazing because he was due on Friday and he did the Doctor Who, the Doctor for Pigs in Space. When, and people were nuts. And then for Saturday, um, it was going to be his father in law doing his Doctor. Uh, and so they had a costume set up for the. Uh, the uh, fifth doctor, but they didn't need one for David Tennant because he has his own. He took it from the set. And so he was coming with his, his outfit, but he was running late. And he had to be at rehearsal and he was running late. And they had a car for him that got stuck in traffic because that's when Trump was in the UK and they were doing all these protests. So in order to get there on time, he got out of the car and he took the two to the O2 with his like costume like draped over his arm like in his like clear wardrobe bag and nobody bothered him because it's just like well that can't be him because he's got his outfit it's like David Tennant wouldn't be like and and a, this and a PA met him at the subway station next to the O2 and escorted him in so that's a really good celebrity no no he didn't he changed when he was there but still it's like he had his own costume, and then he just got out and just took the two because he didn't want to be late. That's so that's right. professional. I can see you're a big Doctor Who fan. Yeah. Yes, on my phone. Yeah. Yeah, and I and it, he was really gracious. Took a picture with my son and took a picture with me. So yeah, it was fun. Just his face. I wish we were taking this because just his face is lighting up right now. Talking about this. Oh yeah. That's awesome. It was great. It was like wonderful. The guest stars were. Um, there was another bit. Uh, Charles Dance did the one bit with Pepe, but then. Um, for the next show, it was, um, oh my gosh, uh, the actor who played Giles on Buffy, okay. uh, Anthony Head, yeah. and he was wonderful too, he was great, he was so funny. Yeah. Yeah. That is so cool. You did an interview with a uh, guy that I really like. I've not met him, I've not talked to him. I just know people that know him. Kevin Perjurer. Yes. And yes. How, how do you feel to see people recognizing the history and the contribution? It was amazing, like the, the response people have gotten from this. People have emailed the con and said, Oh, I heard your interview on Defunct Land. <laughs> and it's just, it helped um, get more interest in my show that I'm trying to. Pre- create Let's the show me show yes. so because of that more people are more aware and getting more people on YouTube and I'm pretty much it's a show for kids with autism and special needs and I'm just 
putting videos right now because eventually I want it to be a series. I I tried to do I've just I tried to do a couple of like uh, online yeah. campaigns and basically they, they didn't raise enough for me to do an actual show. Yes. They get raised enough to like, get equipment for you know for the camera for the lights, but to do the actual show, I need more money. Yeah. So basically, I'm just putting videos out there now and just trying to get exposure so that people are interested in are doing you, it. Are you editing it yourself? Yeah. Is editing it, it myself. As you go thing yeah, it's, just like, it's like short. Yeah. I've learned with YouTube, short is really good. Yeah, short yeah. is good. Short is good. So it's just, and it's just a taste of it. Short or really long, like up to 20 minutes. Like if you're sitting down for 5 minutes or 20 minutes, it's good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, it's got to be one or the other. So yeah. Oh, well, that's this whole new landscape. Bear Pier, you were doing all the other stuff with PBS. It was so different than it is now. Oh yeah, Bear was a, a, a 22 minute show, 24 yeah. minute show, but it was one story. It wasn't like like a little 10 minute story and then coming back for another 10 minutes. It was like yeah. one through story yeah. that kids could actually follow, awesome. which you really couldn't have today for like you know for that crowd preschoolers yeah. because producers and the network people think that kids have a short attention span and it's like no you're training them to have a short attention span and you didn't need to do that with bear well there are and i guess i don't know toddler media so much anymore because he's got my world but it just doesn't seem like kids today they don't have a friend they don't have a bear right. or a Mr. Rogers or even for all the flack that he got. They don't have a Barney, say what yeah, you know. Yeah. David Joyner and his athletics were amazing yeah. that Yes. So you don't have that to look to. It's all yeah. the short attention span, monumental right. home you can have for five yes, and the car know. Yeah, the cartoons and 3G. and Yeah, they, that's why I want to do this because there's nothing that sincere and gentle on right now for kids. Yeah. And live action. It's like there's no real like live action kind of equivalent to that right now. So that's why I want to do it. And I wish you all the success. Thank you. Thank you so much for sitting down with me. Sure. Thank you. You have to get Bear out for a picture. Sure. Of course. This is awesome. He's been napping, but yes, we can get him out for a picture. And (laughs) cool. I had a blast talking with him and just socializing with him while he was there. I think he had to rush out uh, when he was done. I think he left. somewhere early evening on either the first or second day. I can't remember. That whole two days is a blur. So, Noel, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for your friendship on Facebook. Thank you for uh, uh, just being so kind and gracious to Max and I and letting us come bother you many times and talk puppets. It was just... All those Muppet guys, if you get the chance to meet them, and I know there's some crossover with uh, a show I love called Defunct Land. I think we mentioned that on the interview that that Noel did that. Uh, it, it just, um, just, just these puppet guys are amazingly kind and sweet. These Muppet people. Uh, it's really cool. If you ever go to Cax, we have Power of the Puppet. Maybe, I could, maybe you know, Victor and Joe could convince Noel to come on out and show off uh, that miniature bear puppet that he tours with. So, uh, I hope we stay in touch. And, and that was a lot of fun. Hey, uh, listeners, if you haven't shut off yet, I want to ask you a question. I'm doing something a little different on talkfor2.com. Time was I used to write my script for my voicing and then I would rewrite it in the third person. And I've stopped doing that. 
I take out some weird things like where it says and the link is in the description box i put the link you know there uh and i also take out the here now the interview but i'm i'm doing it so that you kind of get it in my voice you're kind of reading along in the intro you guys ask me to transcribe these interviews uh <laughs> i just don't have the time to do that i'm terribly sorry also oh speaking of apologies um i know that it can be kind of here Hard to hear at the con uh, because of the way we were working with the mic. So apologies if there were any audio issues uh, there with uh, with uh, Noel. Uh, but again, we were in a basically a hangar, just a convention center. I, I think of convention centers as large garages with concrete floors. So sorry if there was any uh, audio issues. But uh, Max tried his hardest, especially with the Anson Mount one, to try to clean it up. And in the end, we kind of went with the raw file because everything we did to clean it up distorted the actual interview. So if it was hard to hear, I'm sorry. Anyway, back to the change I'm talking about on talkfor2.com. Uh, we're putting in, I'm putting in now kind of just the script as I wrote it because it literally does take sometimes another 20 minutes to rewrite it as kind of a of and about the episode uh, you guys have asked for transcripts again i don't really have the time to transcribe the interview but i think as a start in the right direction leaving the natural thing that i wrote up to voice uh, is good plus for anybody that may want to start their own show i would think it would give you a little bit of a peek into how i operate and how i work producing this so let me know what you think of the new description if you listen on talkfor2.com and if it really matters so but uh, that's it for us today i believe we will see you on the 20th of July another Philadelphia Comic Con interview uh, with the cast of The Expanse, Dominique Tipper and Cass Anvar talk to them in Philly uh, and uh, we're airing it on the day I'm being a little sly because we're airing it on the day of their San Diego Comic Con panel and I need to find out what time that panel is and I'm just going to push it out right at the time the panel is and so hopefully it'll get some uh, some hits so uh, and we'll 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 take off uh as they trend on social media because i'm sure they're going to announce the release date i hope they're going to release the uh, uh announce the release date for the expanse excuse me i just hit the mic announce the release date for the new season of the expanse on amazon prime who knows maybe they'll screen a new trailer but i just know that that is the day to get that interview out there so july 20th they have their sdcc panel and we have our interview from the uh greater philly comic con so thanks again to our season sponsors axtel expressions and the tangent bound network we talked about them at the top of the show follow us on twitter and facebook at talk for two contact me at talk for two cast at gmail.com that's t-a-l-k-f-o-r-t-w-o-c-a-s-t at gmail.com and our mothership the website talkfor2.com signing off i'm matt bailey reminding everyone out there to keep talking for two you can hear more show business interviews with the stars at talkfor2.com <laughs>